Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. Early last year, I did a podcast episode called What Would I Do If I Were an E-Commerce CEO? I walked through how I would launch a new sunglasses business. That episode got such great feedback, I thought it would be fun to do another one centered around the holiday shopping season. This turned into a narration of me thinking through and planning a Q4 marketing plan. Not going to lie, it feels a little silly, but there is a ton of value in here and I'm super excited to share it. I did my best to talk through the thought process of these decisions, including how I might do it differently if, insert condition here. My goal is that you'll see how this would translate to your store, whether it's a sunglasses business like the one I created, a gift store similar to Uncommon Goods, a one product store, or somewhere in between. I'll also be referencing other episodes of the show, some of my favorite apps to implement the strategies I'm talking about, and my two holiday digital products you might want to get your hands on, the Badass Holiday Planning Guide and the Holiday Content Bundle. Some of the tools I'm going to mention also have special deals if you use my affiliate link. You can get the full show notes at ecommercebadassery.com forward slash 241, and the link is in the description of this episode. Lastly, I want to remind you that I'm taking a very high-level view here to make it make sense for as many listeners as possible. This doesn't mean you have to do all the things. Pick the ones that feel good for you now and layer in more strategies year after year. So it all starts with my three-step campaign creation process, which I've outlined here on the podcast, Planning, Preparation, and Promotion. It's episodes 72 through 74. And I've got my badass holiday planning guide in hand for all the templates and video walkthroughs. My first order of business is to look back on my previous results and figure out what has or hasn't worked in the past. I'll look at last holiday season and a more recent campaign to see if my customer's behavior has changed at all. After reviewing those numbers, I remember that customers essentially bought my best sellers and while I did see an increase in revenue, it didn't quite make up for the blanket discount I gave. From a profit standpoint, it was kind of a wash. If I were newer in business, I'd probably just focus on getting as many people as possible to shop for me. But these days, I have a pretty good customer base and want to protect my margin. I did, however, notice that I brought in a lot of new customers who ended up sticking around and becoming year-round repeat customers. So the blanket discount isn't off the table yet. I also discovered that I sold out of my gifting items at the end of November, potentially missing out on sales those first two weeks of December leading up to my December 14th shipping cutoff. That's definitely something to consider. 
The last observation I made was that I had a 15% unit increase in my best-selling items during this time compared to my typical months. So far this year, I'm trending up during the non-holiday period, so I'll also want to up my typical unit purchases this time to ensure I have enough to carry me through. I'm expecting longer lead times from my vendors because of the holidays, and it's worth it to pad my inventory a bit since they're evergreen bestsellers and I can move through them after the holidays as well. Once I'm ready to finalize my product assortment and promotions, I'm going to dig into those numbers a little bit more, but for now, I'm going to start mapping out my Q4 calendar, and I'm going to follow the STAR method and start with my important dates. For Q4, we're looking at our Cyber 5, Thanksgiving through Cyber Monday, which includes Small Business Saturday. Then we have Giving Tuesday, Green Monday, and Free Shipping Day. As I'm laying these dates out, I'm remembering how backed up we got shipping out orders for our standard shipping cutoff. So I'm going to market our standard shipping cutoff a little early. Instead of December 14th, I'm going to move it up to that Monday. And the weekend leading into that Monday, all of my marketing messaging is going to be about getting in those last standard shipping orders. I also know that any extra effort I've put into days like Giving Tuesday, Green Monday, and even Free Shipping Day doesn't give me a bump big enough to justify the work that goes into it, so I think I'm just going to stick to general gift messaging. If I were a one-product store, I might be more likely to lean into those days because there are only so many ways I can say, buy my stuff. But with a wide assortment of products, I can create a lot of different product curation, gift idea roundups, and it's easy to message things in a new way. So I've got my dates on the calendar, and now I want to start plugging in my promotions. In previous years, I've always run my big sale during Black Friday weekend, starting it on Thanksgiving night and running it all the way through Cyber Monday. I'm curious to try running my sale early in an effort to stand out, but I'm afraid to put all my eggs in the early basket. I think I'll come up with something special to run the week before Thanksgiving to see if I can actually get anyone's attention. I want to keep this really simple since I'm going all in on BFCM weekend, but it has to be different enough to set the two things apart. Some of my best vendors have some holiday deals of their own, so there are some great products I can get my hands on at a discount. This will let me create a couple of fun product bundles while keeping my margin intact. All right, so I'm thinking maybe I'll launch these actually on Sunday, November 6th. I'm going to move it up a little bit than I initially thought. I know my Sunday evening emails do really well, so I love launching new things at that time. I am going to have a pretty limited quantity of these, so I'm going to follow my typical pre-launch process and build an interest list beforehand. Those on the list will get first access to these bundles. Because we've got our Black Friday promo right around the corner, I'm going to keep this one simple and only promote it to my existing list. I still want them to make that micro-commitment of signing up to the early access list, though. To set these bundles up, I'll have to use an app to manage my inventory since I'm using a mix of those items I got for a deal and some of my existing evergreen items. I'll base the max quantity off the limited items and then sync the bundle with the inventory of my evergreen items using the app Bundles by Gazebo. It's a really cool app because it just syncs the inventory in the background, and it can also sync draft items so I don't have to publish the bundle-only item on my site. This is starting to sound like a lot of work, and part of me wants to throw in the towel. 
I'm not giving up yet, but we'll see how I feel by the time I finish my marketing plan. I'm just going to focus on my Black Friday plan and I'll come back to this. So my Black Friday promo is going to run Thursday night through the end of Cyber Monday and I'll give early access to the VIP list on Wednesday. Thinking about that discount again, instead of doing a blanket discount where everyone just buys the same shit they'd pay full price for, I'm going to do a buy more, save more. These promos have always done well in the past and it encourages the customer to buy more. I mean, it's in the name. I would likely do the same promo even if I were a one product store. I would change the messaging up a little bit so it made sense. Something more about stocking up or one for you and one for them, depending upon what I'm selling. At the end of the day, I just want to drive a lot of Q4 sales. Even if they don't come back for six months instead of their typical three, I don't care. I'm going to lean into the ebbs and flows of my business and plan for them. I relish the slowdown in Q1. Once that standard shipping cutoff happens through the new year, I get to enjoy my life. Then I spend Q1 working on those projects I never get around to doing and planning for the year ahead. Because I'm not on Shopify Plus, to set up this buy more, save more, I'm going to have to create a separate discount for each tier. And I'm going to have three of those. I'm going to make those discounts automatic so the customer doesn't have to figure out which is the right one based on how much they spent. They'll be set to not combine so I don't have to worry about overlap or any other discounts being stacked on top of them. The only downside to the automatic discounts is that it's going to apply to every order that matches the conditions I set. So often when I run a sale, there are customers who don't use the discount code and I get to save a little margin. That won't be the case here, but I'm excited to see how this promo does. So I've got my promo set, but I have to figure out how I'm going to get people interested in what I have to offer. Of course, I'm going to lean into the product and promo pre-launch process. Since this is a big selling time and consumers are going to be inundated with marketing messages, I've got to go all out and build that pre-launch list. To simplify the process for the customer, I'm going to use ManyChat to automate the list signups through my Instagram DMs. All they have to do is comment or reply to a story with a keyword, and that will trigger an automation in the DMs where they can type their email in to get on the list without ever leaving Instagram. I'm also going to have to build out my email marketing calendar, especially for Black Friday weekend. It's a bit more than I can do today, but I have some resources to help me. For a general overview and strategy, I've got the STAR method from episode 44 and the product launch strategy from episode 235. I also have a Black Friday weekend example email calendar on episode 157 and the holiday content bundle, which includes content prompts and subject lines that I can plug and play into my marketing strategy. So I'm settled on the promo, the timing of that promo, and my shipping cutoff. I have a pretty good idea of the products I'm bringing in, and I know I have to pad my inventory. This includes my seasonal specific items because last year I sold out about two weeks early. I'd love to have at least one more week of inventory available that will line up perfectly with my standard shipping cutoff. They're not super expensive, so worst case, I can add them to orders over a certain threshold and write them off as a marketing expense or pack them up until next year. Now I've got to plan out my website updates. I want this all up by November 1st. That's my unofficial kickoff to the holidays. I'd love to be like Nordstrom and not dress up my store until after Thanksgiving, but that doesn't really work in e-commerce. I've got to get people in the mood and start promoting early. 
When it comes to website updates, I've got a few things I want to do. First, I'll refresh my gift guides and holiday landing page. I'm using the same ones I used last year because I want that SEO juice to build up over time. I have a handful of personality gift guides and then three price points. I'm probably good to go with those, but I'll see if there's anything relevant pop culture-wise that I should lean into. Are we still going to be talking about Barbie? I'll update my homepage banner to direct people to that landing page, and I'll stick the link in my navigation too. Speaking of my homepage banner, I'm going to use the Design Packs app to set up a timed banner. This will be especially important during Black Friday weekend because I certainly don't want to be changing banners when I'm trying to enjoy my family and eat pumpkin pie. The app has a section that you can schedule in advance and it will only appear during the times you set. It's got some pretty good setting options and I can make it pretty small, so I will probably just add it to all of my templates so it's visible no matter where on my site they are. But I could also use a Klaviyo slide-out pop-up to promote it. I can schedule those to turn on and off at specific times and I can remove the email field, so it can just be a general promo pop-up. Before and after the sale, I'm gonna have a generic holiday banner to promote the gift guides. I will likely change that banner out periodically during the season to keep it fresh since I know my customers come back pretty often to browse around. If they didn't do that, I'd probably just leave the same banner up the whole time. Those seasonal items I mentioned, I'm also going to feature them on my homepage and of course, all over social media. Since I'm investing in more units, I have to make sure they're front and center. I'm also going to spend some time making sure I've optimized the merchandising on my site. With Shopify's recently updated search and discovery app, I can push specific products up to the top of search results, add synonyms to help the search engine decipher what the customer is looking for, and even add complementary products to my product listings. That last bit is kind of time consuming for larger product assortments. I'll probably stick to my classic cross-sell app for that, but it would be a good option if I only had a handful of products. Speaking of cross-sells, I'm also going to make sure those are optimized. It's probably been a minute since I updated the offers, even though my product assortment has changed. I love Selly for cross-sells. It's super affordable, gives me a lot of flexibility, and the reporting is super granular down to the offer that is converting. It's not the prettiest option out there, but it gets the job done. While it can do post-purchase upsells, I'm going to use ReConvert for that instead. More than just a post-purchase upsell platform, it's a funnel builder. This isn't quite as helpful for me since I have such a wide assortment of product, but I have a few products that make the perfect funnel candidate, so I'm just going to pretend I'm a one-product store and create funnels for each of them. Oh, I could even use that to sell gift wrapping. I'm going to earmark that one to think about. Something new I'm going to try this year is creating a gift finder with a product recommendations quiz. I already have a quiz on my site. I'm just going to duplicate it and rebrand it as a gift finder. I'm going to add a question in there to help determine whether this person would shop at my store for themselves or if they're just ever going to shop for gifts. It's not the most important thing ever, but if they're not going to be a year-round repeat customer, I'm probably going to want to segment them out of my regular emails moving forward. I don't 100% know how I'm going to word that question yet. All right, so I've pretty much got all the big decisions down and the logistics on how I'm going to execute it. But now I've got to figure out how to get in front of people. Of course, I'm going to do the basics like organic social and tons of email. 
but I already know that that's just really going to get me in front of my existing audience. I got a lot of new customers last year and they turned into repeat year-round customers. I need more of that. It's way too late for print PR, but I probably still have time to get placement in some digital gift guides. Nora Wolf walked through her process on episode 211 of the podcast, and she has a course that teaches you how to do it. I'm just going to focus on the best of the best here and likely stick to an evergreen bestseller, whatever that thing I want to be known for is, but I'll put a couple feelers out and see if I can catch any traction. I'm also going to partner up with some of my e-commerce biz friends. I want to do a joint gift guide and swap some social email and order insert shout outs. This is the perfect opportunity to get new eyeballs on my brand. To make it a really easy yes for them, I'm going to do all the work. First, I'll need to reach out to everyone and get them on board. I'll collect all of their information, including their best-selling product image, description, links, and their brand assets. I'll keep it all in a centralized location so it's easy to share with the participants. I'll create the graphics and the inspirational swipe file so everyone can copy and paste right into their marketing plan. I'll even lay out the promo cadence so everyone knows when they should be adding the call out to their emails and social posts. And I'm thinking we'll create one order insert that everyone can use that has a discount code that we all make active on our store for a limited time. And if we can make this schedule work, I would do a joint live shopping event that we can all promote to our audiences. Speaking of order inserts, Q4 is a really good time to include a bounce back for the new year in all the orders that go out. I think I'm going to skip that this year because truth be told, I'm looking forward to a light Q1. But if sales don't quite hit the levels I'm hoping for in Q4, I'll have that one in my back pocket as a backup. This is shaping up to be a pretty big campaign. Thinking back to those product bundles earlier in November, I think I'm going to scrap that idea for now. I really want to go all in on the rest of the season and taking on this collaboration project is going to use up a good amount of my resources. Ultimately, I think the collaboration with other small businesses is going to serve me better than a few product bundles. It's such a good opportunity to get in front of new customers. I want to make sure I have the bandwidth to see that one all the way through and support the other participants if necessary. All right, so let's recap this to make sure I didn't forget anything. By November 1, my website is updated for the holidays, including my gift guide landing page, homepage, and merchandising updates. I'd love to have the joint gift guide with the other small businesses up by then too. Since we're already a little tight on gift guide placements, I'll reach out to a few people and see if there's still an opportunity to get featured. I'm not going to stress about it or go crazy because I know I should have started this process earlier in the year, but it's worth a shot, right? I still want to make sure I'm prioritizing the things that I have more control over though, so I don't want to get stuck in a rabbit hole on this. For the first few weeks of November, I'm going to focus on getting people on my VIP list for my Black Friday Cyber Monday sale. My Buy More Save More promo runs Thursday to Monday with early access on Wednesday. And after Black Friday, I'll focus on moving through my seasonal items and reminding people that our standard shipping cutoff is going to be a bit early so that I don't have to stress about getting those orders out. Once that shipping cutoff hits, I'll enjoy the rest of my year. End scene. You know, I have been creating campaigns like this for so long, I've just been doing it on autopilot. Even when I started teaching it, it's mostly broken out into smaller lessons and steps. But to create this podcast episode and really hear it in its entirety like that, oh my God, it's a lot. 
And the crazy thing is I didn't even go super deep into the content and email or the backend operational things. The good news is in practice, at least for me and the students who have told me this, it doesn't feel as cumbersome as this just did walking through my process on the podcast like this. And once you do it the first time, it gets easier year after year. Don't forget, as I said in the beginning, this was meant to be high level and inclusive to give you the chance to see what's possible. It doesn't mean you have to do all the things. Pick the things that feel good now and you can layer in more in the future if you want. Head to the full show notes on my website, ecommercebadassery.com forward slash 241 to get the links to the episodes I mentioned, the resources I talked about, and some others that didn't quite make it into my silly narration. If you're interested in any of the software tools I mentioned, you'll find my affiliate links on the page as well. Some of them will get you a special deal, and I, of course, appreciate the support for the show. If you enjoy this style of episode and you don't think I am a total dork, please DM me on Instagram and let me know. I've been thinking of possibly doing a What Would I Do If series where I talk through different kinds of businesses and scenarios, but let me know what you think. And on that note, that's a wrap. I hope you have a kick-ass rest of your day, and I'll see you on the flip side, friend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.